thrilled to have on the line with me my good friend, Brad Beck. You talk about somebody that has conversations with people, very thoughtful, reasonable conversations. Brad Beck, you come to mind. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing unbelievable. Good morning, Kim. It's been uh, good to hear you this morning on the radio. Yeah, I tell you, we are jamming a lot in here. But uh, let's talk about Liberty Toastmasters, first of all. I'm actually the Toastmaster for this Saturday's meeting. Uh, we meet down at the Independence Institute at 10 o'clock, and we would love to have you come and join us and be a guest. Uh, I started out as a guest, and then I've been a member for a long time. And I, I'm, at, I, I'm in the group because I want to continue to learn to communicate better. And as I'm talking with you, I just realized I had a couple of double clutches there. <laughs> I wasn't going to report them to you. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this weekend because you get to be that Toastmaster and lead the meeting. And, you know, as you know, in Toastmasters, we practice oral communication and leadership skills development in a fun, friendly, safe environment. And what is the greatest joy I get is to see people come in fearful. And after a few months of practicing and taking the time to invest in their public speaking skills, you see people go from fear to fabulous. And it's such a joy to see people do that and get the confidence they need, whether in their work or in their personal lives, their communication with their families or their friends, or issues like you've been talking about this morning and as you do all the time on AmeriChicks. Well, and the first time I went to Liberty Toastmasters, we have something called Table Topics, where it's basically impromptu speaking. And my knees were knocking. I was so nervous about that, and I never dreamed. That was you know many years ago before I got on the radio. Never dreamed that I would actually be sitting in front of a microphone uh, talking with, with you know all of you. And Liberty Toastmasters really is a big component of, of that, Brad. Well, it, it's helped a lot of people. And Toastmasters, whether it's a Liberty Club, and there's two, one in Longmont and one in Denver, and actually three, there's one on the, the Front Range in Grand Junction. But what it does is it gives people the opportunity to practice, just like when you go to the gym in the morning. Now, I get up at 4.30 every morning. I was at the gym at 5, and uh, I walk for 45 minutes to try to get my two miles in. That's practice. I practice to try to get my body and my mind in unison and start the day with a positive attitude. And that's what we do in Toastmasters. We help people get in that mind frame that allows them for success. You know, the the great Jim Rohn, the business uh, motivational speaker, said philosophy drives attitude, and then your attitude drives actions, your actions drive results, and results drive lifestyle. And if you don't like any of that, change your philosophy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've got to move forward, and one of the best ways to do that is have the ability to speak from your heart, to tell your story, to tell your experiences. And what we do is we refine it in a way that allows people to follow that story with a opening a body or conclusion, or as the great Dana Lamont, who's a world champion of public speaking, says, with a hook, a hammer, and a hinge. And that gives you the structure to put together a presentation, whether it's five minutes or a keynote. Okay, well, let's jump in here. One of the things I'd requested from you guys was to give me a quick table topics on what you would say to, you know, that busy, you know, family member, colleague, neighbor who may not be paying attention what's been going on regarding politics. They, you know, many people say, I'm not into politics, but we are looking at, at what's going on in Colorado now, and politics and politicians are into you. So give us a quick two-minute, what would you say to them? 
Well, it's interesting. I had a, a conversation similar to this. I was at dinner uh, with my wife, and we're at a local restaurant, and at the bar, the restaurant was packed, so we sat at the bar and had dinner. And there was a couple next to us, and this lady and I struck up a conversation, and it happened to be in Lafayette, so I live in Boulder County, and uh, we were talking, and she said, so what do you think of all this fracking? And I said, I think it's great. What do you think? <laughs> and I just shut up and let her talk. And she was concerned about her health. She said, you know, I have MS on the onset. And I said, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I said, uh, tell me more. And she did. And she was making a case because her health was deteriorating for the oil and gas exploration that was happening in the community. Now, mind you, in Boulder County, there's nothing really active in the county. The existing uh, wells have been there, and they're able to, to work on them, maintain them, but there's nothing new. So the closest one is in the community I live in, in Erie, on the Weld County side that are active. And I said, you know, I, I've lived in Erie for 21 years. I grew up with asthma, and in Southern California, there are wells all over the place. You just don't see them because they're in buildings or they're in areas that are, are um, highly shielded, and there's not a, uh, you know, most people wouldn't know that there's a well next to a park, next to a school, next to homes. And I said, you know, I have well pads all around my home. And you know what? My asthma has not acted up since I've been here. So it's curious. I mean, we're all individuals. We all have different health issues at some point or another. But I'm curious, you know, are any of your neighbors ill? Do you have any problems? And she said, no. I said, you know, it's interesting because I have a lot of friends who have the same concerns as you, and I'm concerned about the environment. I'm concerned about clean air and clean water. And yet, you know, we could not live our lifestyles today if we didn't have the fossil fuels that make our lives more abundant. I mean, after all, natural gas, oil, coal, they're all part of nature, and we want more natural things in our lives. And they have the technology these days to make these uh, forms of energy better for our lives. And if you can imagine without having oil or gas or coal or any of the uh, energies that are out there today, how would we live? How would you go to the market? How would you take your kids to soccer practice? You know, all the implements that most people have in their homes are either byproducts or made directly from fossil fuels. And if we were really concerned about the environment, wouldn't we invest in nuclear energy? And, you know, we had this conversation back and forth for a while, and it was very civil. And, uh, you know, we shook hands. We said, hey, we hope to see you again. And there was no animosity. And I think, you know, part of my, my tactic with this, uh, this person was just to listen to their concerns, empathize, and then ask a lot of questions. And we had a good conversation. And I think that's what most people are missing. A lot of times they're waiting their turn to talk rather than say, hey, that's interesting. I've not heard it before. Would you tell me more? Or can you share with me the source of that? I'd love to look it up, and I, I'd be happy to exchange information with you. Fair enough? Well, and it, that always happens to where it's positive, and, and you leave at least not being angry at each other. Well, and the other component that you have in there, Brad, is you are genuine. When you ask these questions, you genuinely care. And uh, so this is great. I learned a lot just in, in this uh, short little uh, conversation. I always learn uh, something when we have a conversation. So, Brad Beck, thank you so much. Please join us 
10 o'clock this Saturday at the Independence Institute. More information, uh, let's see, it's liberty.toastmastersclubs.org, isn't it? Isn't that what yes, it is? liberty.toastmastersclubs. Okay. Yes, toastmasters with an S, clubs.org. Okay, great. Uh, we're going to go to break. Thank you. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Russ Farmer, and he is uh, with the Liberty Toastmasters North Club. And so this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. Stay tuned. Let's jump right in here. Russ Farmer is on the line. He is a member of Liberty Toastmasters North Clubs. And uh, Russ, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, good morning, Kim. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, you bet. Uh, why are you a member of Liberty Toastmasters North? And, and just a note, Liberty Toastmasters Denver meets the first and third Saturdays of each month. And Liberty North meets the second and fourth Saturdays of each month, right? Yes, yes. So we uh, uh, we uh, augment each other, and of course, Brad I think attends attends both. Bless so, him. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. He's uh, inspiration to a lot of us. Uh, your question in terms of why did I join uh, Liberty Toastmasters North? Uh, I'm one of the charter members way back when Brad first launched the the organization. Great. I have. I have gotten so much personal growth, so much better at speaking, so in front of groups, communicating, understanding how to communicate better. I learn every time I go. I do, too. I learn something, and it's just, it's it's great. It helps me uh, at work. It helps me communicate better, understand how to communicate better, and you just, as Brad pointed out, uh, you can essentially never get perfect. You can only get better, and you just keep practicing. So well, it's an excellent place to do that. That's for sure. And there is a landing page uh, on my website under sponsors, and it has all the information for, for both Liberty Toastmasters Clubs. So, Russ, let's jump in here with your little two-minute table topics. What would you say to that busy person out there? that isn't paying attention to this whole whole political climate of what's going on down at the Golden Dome here uh, in Colorado. So what would you say to them? Um, well, first and foremost, you know, there's so many different kinds of people that you meet and talk with, but I think the most important thing, first and foremost, is to ask a, a question that relates to what they know what they don't know, what they think they know that they don't know. And it's part of uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits, which is uh, first seek to understand, then be understood, which I interpret to mean shut up and listen. <laughs> okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, Kim, it's a marketing activity where you have to help a person make the right decision that you'd like for them to make. And so you need to first and foremost understand What's important to them? And I think Brad talked a little bit about that in his uh, meeting with these people at the restaurant. Uh, He asked a few questions and uh, tried to understand where they're coming from, what are their concerns about Mm -hmm. fracking in his situation. Um, There are so many issues that that people ignore right now because it it hasn't come in their front door yet. Mm -hmm. And so... They're busy doing other things, and Mm -hmm. uh, this is a process. It's not an event in terms of talking with people. Mm -hmm. It's a process to understand where where they're coming from, what their concerns are, 
certainly in Liberty Toastmasters, we focus on liberty and freedom, and we continue to have that chipped away by people who are maybe well-intended but are wanting to come in and control our lives. Mm -hmm. And we have to be ever vigilant. We have to be uh, knowledgeable and willing to listen and then have a dialogue discussing the basics of do you want to make your own decisions or do you want somebody else making those decisions for you? And it really takes people back. Unfortunately, it's uh, we're replacing uh, the old um, slave masters with the new slave master, which is the government. Mm-hmm. And people are wanting the government to take care of them. They're wanting them to uh, take care of their health. They're wanting to take care of you know, their lifestyle and the more intrusion by government, the less freedom and liberty we have. And I think we have to get down into some basics and just have some dialogue. Don't don't be confrontational, but be informative uh, with factual information, not a, not opinion, but factual information. And I think, as Brad pointed out uh, in his discussion with these people, as well, you know, you hear a lot of things about fracking, but. How about people that live in the fracking community? Does that cause any problems for them? Let's find Mm -hmm. some anecdotal uh, information that suggests there really isn't a problem. Um, And so bringing about either anecdotal uh, examples or to the extent that you can bring factual information to the discussion from an unbiased group, that's always helpful in terms of... uh, being an effective in communicating your ideas and, and hopefully uh, come about a consistent thought that, gee, maybe, maybe I should pay a little more attention to my freedom and liberty. Russ Farmer, I tell you, these are great nuggets of wisdom from uh, you and Brad. And so thank you so much. Uh, because uh, I also have Greg Morrissey, one of your fellow Toastmasters, on the line. Oh. And uh, I think he's got some nuggets of wisdom as well. So, Russ Farmer, thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. Take care. You bet. So, hey, Greg Morrissey, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Good morning, Kim. How are you doing? I'm doing well and excited to have this conversation with you. Uh, you are a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. We have not officially met face-to-face, and I'm looking forward to one of these days we're going to do that. I'm looking forward to that, too. We're going to have a great conversation when we do that. So That's... if we have an opportunity, I'd like to buy you breakfast one day. I'll take you up on that. I like that idea, Greg Morrissey. So let's jump in here. This, this show is it's jam-packed. It always is. And you always have some great thoughts. Uh, in fact, just a note, you know, you and I had gone back and forth, and I think we had posted it regarding an inspirational video by... Uh, I think it was Admiral McRaven regarding make your bed. And I saw somebody the other day and she said, Kim, do you make your bed every day? And I said, I do. And then uh, we pulled up that video and she says, I've never seen that. That was so inspirational. So it's just a note. I wanted to to make your morning on that one. Oh, you just did. That's fantastic. Yeah. So uh, let's jump in here. You are a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. And let me take a look at the time. We're going to have to be somewhat disciplined on this, but tell us why. But what? Tell me why you're a member of Liberty Toastmasters North. Uh, Liberty Toastmasters North, when I found out about it, I needed to grow. And, and the way to grow is to the best communication to people, how to read people and how to communicate back and forth. And then to get overcome my fear of talking to people. 
And the Libby Toastmasters has taught me that, how to be a correct, good communicator, which I think is absolutely critical. The other thing they've taught me, I'm a lifelong student. I'm never going to stop learning. I don't think you get there. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. So, Greg Morrissey, the, the question that I had posed uh, to my fellow Toastmasters is, you know, people are busy. They're taking care of their families. They're working to make a living. And they may not be paying attention to, there is really some crazy stuff that's happening down at the Golden Dome, down at the Capitol here in Denver right now. And I, people say, ah, I don't want to be in, you know, polit- I'm not into politics but what we're realizing is politics and politicians are into you. So how do you address this uh, with folks? I address with this, folks. You've got to um, find a correct source of information for exactly what's going on down there. Some of the bills that just got signed, maybe a lot of people don't know about, they weren't covered correctly in the vast majority of the press. You have to go to their website to take a look to find out what's going on. And when you find out what's going on, you've got to find your local representative and saying, hey, I don't like this. We need to make some changes. And it boils down to that extremely important skill of personal adult communication. And you have to learn how to agree and disagree correctly. Well, and as you mentioned that, I mean, that is one of the things I really am striving to do with this radio show is I, I want people, you may disagree with me, and, and that's okay, but I want people to, to understand that I truly care about everyday hardworking people, and I strive to bring truth and give a perspective so that people can know that I'm being honest with you as we bring these things forward, and then empower you to be able to take that information and have conversations with others. So that's, that's something that's, that's happened with me with Liberty Toastmasters, Greg. That's good. That's wonderful. And the other thing I was looking at, the way the Colorado elections just went, I wonder how it would have gone if we had a state electoral college as well as a federal electoral college. Well, <laughs> that's re- and the electoral college was put in place. People, I, I think, don't totally understand it, that uh, it was put in place uh, to protect the minority so that the tyranny Correct. of the majority doesn't overrun you know, the minority, that is why the Electoral College was put into the Constitution, and it is in the Constitution. Right. So uh, just uh, we have just a, let's see, uh, just a couple of minutes, Greg. What would be your final thought? You are a naturalized citizen, and you have a great love for the American idea. What is kind of the final thought that you would like to leave with our listeners this morning? I'd love to leave with our listeners this morning that this was formed as one nation under God, and they should be pursuing God. And this nation needs to go back to being one nation under God. And Colorado, being the center of the nation that it's becoming, could be a great light for that message. Well, and we truly are at the tip of the spear on what is going on uh, with the, the policies that are being enacted down at the at the state house. Um, we, we are we are actually seeing I, I, the new Green Deal being implemented right here. You know, people are are opining about AOC and her new Green Deal and what a bad deal it is. We are seeing those policies are being implemented uh, through laws and regulations right here in in downtown Denver under the Golden Dome right now. Correct. And so and we I think people are going to find out see here soon that. I didn't like that, and because you weren't paying attention to what was being passed and getting involved in it and stopped the changes from being changed, 
there's going to be a lot of frustrated people. Well, and as Russ said, uh, he said, if it's not at my front door, people have not been paying attention. So, Greg Morrissey, thank you.